This is the Texas Brave and Strong Podcast, and today we're going to talk about, of all things, fashion. Ladies, let's get dressed for the city in the 1850s. Imagine waking up, doing a quick sponge bath using the water pitcher and basin in your bedroom, and beginning to dress. Step 1. Pull on your knee-length cotton chemise over your head. Step two, step into your drawers or pantalettes after checking the name in the waistband to be sure your laundress returned the correct pair. Straighten your drawers to be sure the large slit is aligned as necessary. Need I say more? Step three, pull on your knee-length cotton stockings or perhaps silk stockings if you're well-to-do. Step four, secure your stockings with your garters so the stockings don't slip down. Step five, put on your shoes or short boots, tying the laces. You learned early on that you need to put on your shoes before your constricting corset or you won't be able to bend down to tie your shoes. If you are very fashion conscious, you may have a pair of short boots with a rubber gusset on the side of each shoe. This makes it easier to pull on your boots. If so, you send a silent thank you to the man who invented the rubber. Step 6. Now you can put on your split front corset over your chemise and tighten the lacing in hopes of reducing your waist by 2 inches. But... Be sure you can still breathe. You don't want to faint during the day. Step 7. Add an under petticoat. Maybe more than one. Step 8. Put on your cage crinoline, a device consisting of concentric steel hoops attached with string to create a dome shape. You might forego this if you're dressing casually today and instead add multiple, perhaps as many as seven, petticoats, including a crinoline stiffened with horsehair. Step 9. Since you've chosen to wear the cage crinoline today, you'll need to add petticoats to hide the look of the cage crinoline frame under your skirt. One of these petticoats might be the horsehair stiffened crinoline. Step 10. Tie a small pocket around your waist. You'll reach your pocket through a hidden slit in your skirt, so you'll want to align the pocket so you can reach your handkerchief. Add a clean handkerchief. Step 11. Following the fashion of the day, your dress is two pieces, a full skirt and a high-necked bodice with bow-trimmed, wide pagoda sleeves expanding from the shoulder. The bows on your sleeve match the bows on the skirt. If you haven't already done so, you'll need to prepare your bodice by quickly stitching on a freshly laundered white collar and puffy undersleeves, which are tied at the wrist. Your dress does not need laundering as often when collar and undersleeves are kept fresh and clean. Step 12. The skirt goes on first. Remember to align it for pocket access. Then add the jacket-like bodice that extends over your hips. Step 13. 
Fix your hair by parting it in the center and brushing it down and arranging it to cover the ears. Then, tie your hat under your chin. Straighten the piece of fabric attached to the back of your hat to hide your neck. Step 14. You're almost ready. Pin on a brooch, perhaps the morning brooch made from your late grandmother's hair. A sweet remembrance. Step 15. Put your pocket watch on its decorative chain into a watch pocket on your bodice. Step 16. Toss a lovely shawl across your shoulders, leaving one side to drape across your skirt. Step 17. Gloves in hand, you are ready for your day. It's important to note, however, that women in the country dressed a bit more simply. In 1851, In Seneca Falls, New York, three feminist leaders, including Amelia Jinks Bloomer, dared to wear their new reform costume, a short skirt worn over Turkish trousers, a protest over the increasingly restrictive and elaborate women's clothing. Although many women probably looked longingly at the simpler, more comfortable bloomers, the garment never became mainstream dress. The world was not ready for women in trousers. This has been the Texas Brave and Strong Podcast, the best little podcast in Texas. Y'all come back.